Blog Talk Radio. Your host, Minister Joel Lewis, and for this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad of it. I like to give our praises and honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to the sponsor of this program, Beverly Beasley, over at Granny's Place Ministry. Granny's Place Ministry is a nonprofit ministry that's meeting the needs of our young men and women at risk. We're embedded over at the uh, Henry Wade Juvenile Justice Center, at the Youth Village Correctional Center. Those centers are here locally in town there. So if you care to volunteer, we'll give you a number so you can reach out and touch. Somewhere. You know, I love to say help change a life. Because guess what? Somebody like you, they told me about the, uh, a Christ that lives, a Christ that forgives, a Christ that say, come just the way you are. I was messed up from the floor, but I heard the voice, and I, I, and I, and I heeded to it. And guess what? It made a difference in my life. And I kept to think about what Jesus told Peter. said, Peter, 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 the enemy asked permission to sift you like wheat. He wants to take your joy, your peace, your sanity. But, Peter, I have stepped in the gap. I prayed for you, Peter. But when you get out of this mess, this mess, you're going to get out of it, Peter. You're going to go out and encourage someone else. How is that? By loving them more, by caring about them, or by letting them know that they can look past themselves and look into the needs of someone else. We can't help everybody, but we ought to be guilty to try to help somebody. So I want to say it personally, thank you for helping me. Helping me to have a relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But this morning, this morning, I have a guest on the line this morning, and I am very honored and pleased for him to be on here. He's my friend in the gospel there, but he's a, definitely a man to God here. And I love to just talk to him on the net and off the net, too, because he have a ministry that's shaking the very foundations of hell, a ministry that's changing the lives of men and women, a ministry that looks out and see the needs and, and, and attempt to uh, fill those needs through the Word of God, not through anything that he's doing, but through the Word of God. I would like to introduce you at this time to our guest this morning, a friend of mine, Apostle Gregory Crawford with Healing Place International in Burlington, Texas. The next voice you'll hear will be Apostle Crawford. Good morning, Apostle. Welcome to the net. God bless you, sir. Good morning. Well, God bless you. No, thank you. Thank you for spending time with me and my listening audience. You know, I take this time very seriously. You know, for you to spend your time with us, that means a lot, man, because Saturday mornings, uh, anytime in the morning is a personal time. It's time for you to look back and reflect on on how good God been to you, but yet you're willing to spend your time with us, and I'm very honored. And so please uh, introduce yourself and tell us about the ministry that God put to your hands to do. Well, God bless you again. Uh, you uh, you so graciously uh, uh, introduced and told everyone my name. Again, I'm just a servant of God. 
Uh, again, I, uh, I'm i the senior pastor uh, of Healing Place International Ministries, as you said, in Burleson, Texas. Um, if, if you don't know what Burleson is, that's, you know, just say Fort Worth. And so we're the Fort Worth Metroplex. And uh, and I'm also co-laboring with my wife, my lovely wife, uh, Lady Deborah Crawford. And um, we're just excited about what God is doing. Uh, we are gearing up to uh, feed the homeless um, next Saturday. Um, our outreach ministry, um, the, we, we take outreach ministry very seriously, uh, Minister Lewis, and um, because, again, the Bible does tell us to go out into the highways and byways and to compel men to come to Christ. Amen. And so as we're out uh, doing the outreach ministry and and we're feeding the homeless. Not we're not just feeding them, but we are we are encouraging them. Uh, we we are praying with them. We are hugging on them. Uh, we're also doing whatever we can to try to assist them and helping them get uh, off the streets. Uh, making sure they have something to eat. Uh, medical situations. Make sure uh, they uh, there's resources for them to, you know, take additional classes. Um, that will help them in their journey, uh, trying to uh, uh, get their life, in a sense, back on track. Um, because, again, you know, God never intended us to be homeless. But, you know, some of us are going to go down that street. But we thank God for all of those people who will labor in the vineyard to try to help, amen, our brothers and sisters. Because they are our brothers and sisters. That That's something I'm always preaching and teaching, you know. Regardless of what our state of mind is and what our state of condition is, uh, we're still all God's children, and so that should be a genuine love for our brothers and sisters, whether they they have a home to live in or they don't have a home to live in. We still have to uh, honor one another and lift each other up, um, especially in their time of need. And so that's why we we get excited. Uh, it, it's not just a chore for us. Minister Lewis, we get excited to love on God's people, to love our brothers and sisters, to try to help them grow and become better um, in, in this world or in this life. And so uh, we're gearing up to do to feed about a hundred people. Um, we thank God for for you know the resources we do have. We thank God for those that's going to come in and help and assist us, and uh, you know and 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 to. Uh, Make sure that you know we we can really truly help and be a blessing to somebody, somebody's life. And like I said, you know, even feeding a hundred people, Amen. If one soul come to Christ, to God be the glory, Amen. Because we want to make sure that everybody understands salvation, up on feeding them as well, and that that's the whole principle of it is to making sure that Jesus Christ is offered because. Uh, you know, there's only one person in the Bible, Minister Lewis, that can do everything that we need him to do. So when we go to the streets, we take Jesus. He's Amen. our healer. He's our comforter. Amen. He's our restorer. He's our redeemer. Amen. He He can save us. He can set us free. Amen. He can give us a place to live, and he can give us something to eat. Remember, he, he fed 5,000. Praise God. So we, we you know. Whatever we need Jesus to do, amen, he's everything and all things to every person in our life, amen. So that's that's um, what we're gearing up to do on next Saturday, starting at 11 o'clock uh, in the downtown Fort Worth area. The need is very great, Minister Lewis. I, when I tell you uh, 
a hundred people sounds like a lot, but when you but when you get in Fort Worth, I've been in Dallas too on the because I've helped you in Dallas. But when you come to Fort Worth, Amen. Feeding a hundred people it still it still doesn't even put a dent in all in in, in in what you will see downtown Fort Worth. All the people that are homeless, because you'll see you'll see two or three streets crowded with people, homeless people, because they try to keep them in one section, crowded with people that you know what I'm saying. You know you can't even get them all. You know, you, you, you have to, you know, it's like you have to take one part and then, you know, hopefully somebody else is going to come down and help out. And, and that's how that's how many people are in the area uh, that's homeless. And so, but we thank God for the small portion that we can do and to be a blessing to as many people as we can. Amen, amen. You know, as you were sharing that there, I was writing some notes down, and you were saying that as you go out there, you not only uh, get them the food, but you also get them news they can use concerning how to, uh, 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 places to help out and other agencies that can assist them through this transition of life. Not only pray with them, but also get them information that they can uh, uh, heed to and apply in their life. I think so much of how Jesus, he prayed for uh, some people that were, had leprosy, and he, now he said, now go and show yourself to the priest. You know, we call it works through things like that. And I'm glad that you, you pointed that That's out. That's right. Because we know prayer changes things, but faith also is a part of prayer. You know, you have to have faith. Say, okay, I have the man of God pray for him now. I'm gonna go and work and 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 and, and see about this situation. I'm gonna go and, and make use of the prayer that it was rendered on my behalf, Apostle. I thank God for that, man. Because I, you know, sometimes, sometimes we get frustrated. We don't see God right. working. Yeah, because we're not using the right tool. You know, they say you have not because you because you don't pray in the right way. You know. You know, you you praying for things that are missed. Uh, hey, I'm praying for my brother to get healed, but in the meantime, while he's walking this out, I'm going to send him over here to this place here, a godly place, a, a, somebody that can minister to the to the physical man while God ministers through his word, through his servant, through, the, uh, through their spirit, you know. And so it's a twofold thing. To me, it's twofold. Right. Right. And, and, and I'm so glad you said that, too, because, again, with both of our experiences, your experience and my experience, you know, uh, again, uh, you, you know, I, I've talked to them, and, and that's why I'm saying it's more than just feeding them. You, you're also out there counseling, and you, you have to encourage them because some of them have literally gave gave up yeah. as if they, you know, lived their life like that for the rest of their life. We met one young man. We prayed for him, and he, he was standing out there crying and uh, and he was telling us that he had been homeless 20 years, 20 mm, my God, years. You've been, you been homeless, you know, from shelter to shelter, 20 years. And and some folk ain't, can't be homeless three hours. Can you imagine 20 years, my God? And, you know, we look at that and we seem like that's incredible. But time go by so fast. Before you know it, you right. understand six months, and then it's a year, then it's a two years. Before you know it, you look back and your kids have got grown, and now you got grandkids and you're still homeless. And you can't go back and, you know, and show yourself to the family because you're embarrassed, because you know this should, this situation should have resolved itself long ago. But you kept being in that same situation because you didn't surround yourself with godly men. You didn't, you didn't uh, pay attention to the advice that was given. Uh, Apostle, I like what you, uh, the uh, the line. I like this line of conversation. 
because you are in, uh, uh, encouraging and empowering other people that with like-minded individuals that wants to do ministry and they feel like that they're being overwhelmed by the situation. Because as you said, there's so many people out there, you can't do everybody. And that's the thing that we have to be mindful of, that we just can't take care of everybody need. You know, because God exactly. going to give us enough to do what we need to do, and he's going to uh, increase our, uh, you know, uh, he's going to increase the substance and things that we get, that we give out, you know, and he's going to increase those things. Uh, because let's face it, I do uh, ministry, and I realize that I don't have enough. I go out there, and there's still somebody else that still wants something after we done packed up the van and put away the table, the exactly. chair, and somebody else still come up and say, brother, you got something else for me? And I, 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 I said, God, I want to share something with him, so I pray with him, and, and we pray that we got something uh, there for him, but then we get we empower that person. It ain't all about the food. It's the word of God. Amen, and and I'm glad uh, you know you said that as well because that's the next thing. Along myself, along with you, and I know that you know you do it because I work with you as excuse me as well. Uh, I mean, if anybody that's list, listening, especially pastors, other ministries, we would love for anybody to come and work with us. We're not that type of ministry to where you know uh, uh, it's just it's all about us. Amen. If you if you want to still come and work with us, you can still pass out your cards. You can still invite people to go to your church. I'm not, you know, that's the, that don't bother me. You know, I, I want as many people to come out, many pastors, uh, church members or whatever, to come out and, and help and assist. Because, again, it's about the soul. I'm not concerned, you know, if, if, if hey, if you can say something to them that will draw them into your ministry, to God be the glory. You know, we're trying to help get these people uh, off the street and help them get into a better way of life, amen. And a lot of them will tell you, you know, they know God, they're saved, but at the same time, again, you know, they need real true love and genuineness uh, from the heart of people to come out and encourage them that, that you know, God has not left them. He's, he, he's, still, he's still on the throne. He still wants to make, give them provision and make ways for them. And so this, is, this right here, what I'm saying now, Minister Lewis, is just a plea, and I'm sure you will say the same thing. You know, hey, man, don't sit at home, you know, just because it's, it's not your church. Come on out and help and assist us. We're not, you know, it, it's, it doesn't matter, you know, who put it together. Just come on out, my brother. Come on out, my sister, and, and help. You know, you know, bring your hand, find your hand, something to do. Come on out and lend a hand, help help fix some food, help encourage somebody. Because the more the more, again, if I manage you can do 100, you know, maybe you can do 50. Maybe you can bring 10, 10 items. Maybe you, again, it's just about helping one another to do more, amen, in the streets, amen, so we can all be a blessing to God's people because, again, they are our brothers and sisters in Christ too. And, and, and that is so true. I'm glad. Now, uh, someone wants to uh, get with you or contact you after this program or maybe later on this week or they have some items they like to drop off. Uh, just uh, just to be able to encourage and support what you're doing. You have a contact number of uh, something that you can share with our listening audience. Oh uh, yes, again, uh, they can. We can be reached. Our phone number can be reached at four six nine two five four five three six six. Again, that phone number is four six nine two five four five three six six. Or we have a local church website. 
Uh, we, we keep everything on the website as far as our activities and what we're doing, our scheduled uh, times, because uh, we feed the homeless quarterly every three months. Uh, you can go to our church website. Um, that's www.gdcministries.info. Again, that's www.gdcministries.info. Amen. Well, God bless you. God bless you. We're going to get that information from you again before I listen to all that mail just came in uh, late. I see the phone lines are lighting up. But, uh, people say they just want to hear what you have to say because they've, they've been encouraged by what you're saying and how you're undertaking this mighty task. I'm saying a mighty task because we realize that we don't have enough. I think so much as the disciples after a great day of ministry, uh, and it was 5,000 men plus the women and kids, and they said, hey, we need to send these people to the town to get something. Jesus said, no, no, no. What do you have? He wants us to be a part of his, his work. I love that. He said, what do you have? He said, well, we don't have much here. We found somebody with a little something. He said, then bring it to me. You know, Apostle, as you get your uh, 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 as you get your program together, you don't have much. And you look over and you say, it ain't enough. But God said, you render it unto me. And I bless it. I increase it. And you have more than enough. Oh, that's awesome. Amen. Yes. And so, again, we thank God. For anybody that, that, that you know, and, and maybe, again, uh, a minister, some people want to do this and they don't know how to get started. You know, you'd be surprised, uh, Minister Lewis, that some churches really don't have an outreach ministry. Yes, yes, yes. So you know, they, they, they really don't. Uh, uh, um, you know, outreach to them, you know, is maybe, you know, just doing something outside the church. You know, when I say outside the church, I mean on the church ground. You know, they, they, you know that we just outside partaking in some activities out on the church property. But outreach ministry is going outside of the actual church structure, going into the highways and byways. And like I said, again, outreach ministry is about going into the nursing homes, going into the jails, the prisons, uh, going into the hospitals, going to feed the homeless. It's so much It's so much of outreach ministry that you can do, amen, in your communities. And like I said, we are, uh, we've taken very seriously about helping and feeding the homeless. And like I said, again, uh, there are a lot of ways that you can get started as I to have tried to assist some people. You can go to grocery stores. Amen. You don't really have to have a 501c3. Uh, some grocery stores, most grocery stores have to donate, amen, uh, so so much amount of food every month. Uh, it's just in the criteria for them to do that. And as long as you have a written letter with your church uh, heading on it uh, and stating why you need it, you have to, you know, it's best to do it a month in advance. And, uh, you know, they, they can assist you with some things in helping feeding the homeless because that's what we did. We had them donate pies. Uh, we've had them donate uh, uh, cases of uh, uh, sodas, things of that nature. Uh, so, you know, you can go to, you know, Walmart, Albertsons, uh, uh, Kroger, uh, HEB. You know, again, uh, it, it's just some people don't even know that. Some people are feeding the homeless based out of, you know, uh, you know, money out of the pocket, and that's great too. I mean, if you can do that, because we've had to do that too. <laughs> we've had to still come out of our pockets to, you know, to uh, to do what we can to try to help those people in need. But I just want to pass along that resource and another resource. Uh, my wife works is is now on the board, and 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 she also is working alongside uh, this uh, this company uh, organization called CWJC. Uh, it's an organization based in Arlington. Um, they help women 
uh, who are out of work or homeless that you can come and take their program. It's about uh, uh, eight week program, eight to nine week program, I believe. And, you know, they help uh, give you computer course training for, for free. My wife teaches the actual Bible study uh, uh, there. And so it's kind of like, you know, you come in all day and, uh, or, or you have to, if you're working, you know, if you're doing something else, you still want to do it, and you can come in in the evenings, you know, that you can take some additional training classes and courses and some things. And all of this is for free. And, uh, 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 and uh, that, that information, you go to cwjc.org, um, and, you know, you know, you can see all, for, for any ladies that may be listening that's looking for something, you don't have the money to take some computer courses. You don't have or you may just want to get deeper in the Word of God. My wife is teaching. There's uh, some other things that they're trying to assist and help people find jobs and do some other things as well. Amen, amen. We're going to take a station break right here and get out some information, and then we'll come back with you. Uh, we want to thank you once again for being a guest on the program. You're listening to Free on the Inside with Minister Joel Lewis, and our guest this morning is Apostle Gregory Crawford with uh, Healing Place International, located in Burlington, Texas. Here he's telling us about his uh, outreach ministry co- program that's coming up next weekend. We ask you to, uh, to uh, if possible, to be a part of it. Go by and just see what he's doing in Burlington, Texas. There, there's a lot going on there. But uh, we'll just like to uh, give out uh, our uh, information regarding Granny Place Ministry. Uh, Granny Place Ministry sponsors program each and every weekend. We're here Saturday mornings from 8 to 9, and we thank God for this opportunity. And the call-in number is 310-982-4126. I see we have a lot of people that's on the line that wants to listen in to, to the apostle, and I'm glad that people just want to just listen. People want some more information, so thank you, thank you, thank you. But, again, that call-in number is 310-982-4126. And maybe this is, could be the uh, starting point for you to start in ministry. Maybe this could be a starting point for you to be involved in, in God's work. There. Yes, I'm a great Bible teacher. Yes, I go to uh, midweek services, but I want to do more. I cannot be used by God. You know, sometimes we feel like that we are past uh, our usefulness. You know, we don't we, we we was drinking and we were drugging and we were slanging and we were banging, and now that I don't do those things, uh, is there anything that, uh, that I could do? Can God still use me? Yes, he can. You have been proved, and you went through the fire, and you're on the potter's wheel, and God got his hands on you, and he's shaping and molding you to be all that you could be, and maybe some type of ministry that you could start up at your church, or you can be involved in it, street ministry. It's a challenge to do street ministry. Because sometimes people go out there and people are rough and they're and they're angry and they're bitter and they need need somebody that them been through that said brother or sister I understand but this too shall pass if you give it an opportunity. I have a coin in my pocket that when I was messed up out there in the world it said God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Oh, it takes wisdom to know I can't do this thing on my own. It takes courage to know that I need to look into something greater than myself. It takes wisdom and courage. And it takes a, a made up mind to say, I'm not looking back. I'm looking forward. I can't undo yesterday. The people's hearts I broke, the mistakes I made, the missed opportunities. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm looking unto Jesus, who's the author and the finisher of our faith. We're going to go back to our uh, interview this morning with Apostle Gregory Crawford with Healing Place International. 
out of Burlington, Texas here, and we encourage you to listen intently and see what God has uh, in store for you. Apostle. Yes, sir. Now, yes, as we're going with this interview here, and uh, we want to thank you once again for being a part of it. You know, I, I am very honored and pleased that you're not only just talking about ministry, but you involved in ministry. I know personally because you've been over to the juvenile center with me. I, uh, we did a day of prayer. You was over there with us over uh, then, and we also uh, did some programs with our young men and went uh, our young men. So I do women also, but our young men, and uh, you was over there with them also. And and, and you know. And I was thinking about it, as you were saying, that you had met a gentleman that had been on the streets for 20-some-odd years. That's not an uncommon story. It's a lot of people that's out there with, you know, double-digit years of living homelessness. You know, and then our young men, yes. they're facing that today. But yet, we see what the outcome will be, but they can't see it. How do you change the hearts of a young man to let him see the errors of his ways? based on your experience. And we know we all got different techniques and stuff, but how do you go about approaching our young men? Because you have been on the street. You done done some things. I'm just saying I don't know the extent of it, but you're human. You've been alive. We all have messed right. up. You know, but you had a spiritual awakening, as I would like to put it, and it changed your life. And if it worked for you, it surely had to work for someone else. Talk to us now. How do we get to our little, our little young G's? And let them see that there's a better life. Amen. And, and uh, I'm glad you said that as well. Also, um, we, we again, we, we, we continue, as I said earlier, we continue to uh, push the button of Jesus uh, on and let them know that, you know, he's, he's available. He's ready. Um, you know, again, yes, I, I've, I've had my time in, in the streets selling, selling drugs, hustling. I, I, you know, that that was that's what I chose to do. But it was one day that Jesus came into my came into my life, came into my heart, and I accepted Him. Now, again, everybody may not. It, it's not going to be that easy to just say, or just 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 quickly turn and just say, uh, I want to accept uh, Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. It's it's going to take a man some developing, a man, and so. That's why I love what you said. Again, you have to you have to get yourself around, amen, some positive people, amen. As long as the enemy can keep you and your mindset around negative people, then, you know, again, you always have a negative uh, foundation in front of you. But when you got a positive foundation in front of you, that can also help you, amen, grow into developing into the point of, okay, now I realize I need to, it's time for me to accept Jesus Christ. So that there has to be some form of development, as I would say, even before you you know you you even get to the salvation point, because if nobody is really nobody is really there to to try to help you and, and show you that there's a better way. That's how we go into the streets. That's how we go into uh, the juvenile detention. I went in with you is just to tell people, you know, yeah, your way may look good, may sound, but Jesus always has a better way. And until you give Him an opportunity and a try, then you will never know. And most men, when they realize that, they submit their will totally to him, and they see, okay, it is a better way. And the only thing that, that makes it better is the fact that now you have a peace that you never could have imagined of. Because, see, it's, it's the awesome, peace man. of God. That's that's awesome. Come on now. 
It's the peace of God that surpasses all understanding because it's the peace that Jesus gives us that helps us to get past any circumstance in our life. That's why you see so many young people depressed and they have low self-esteem, whether it's male or female. It's because, again, you're trying to do something on your own that you don't have the power. Now let's go to the scriptures. That's what the apostle Paul was going was dealing with when he went to God three times about complaining about a thorn. He was asking God to take away this thorn. And God said, well, Paul, my grace is sufficient. And what he meant by that was that, Paul, you're trying to do it in your strength. But, see, if you do it in my strength, you can only uh, 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 gain things based in, in my strength because my strength is bigger than anybody else's. So, again, to anybody that's listening, you can't do it on your own. You have to do it in the strength of God because his strength, amen, will carry you through the process of the fire, the flood, praise God. Anything that you may be uh, witnessing or going through uh, that may cause you to be in a circumstance in your life that's going to be so hard. So you have to understand, and if I can share this one little small nugget again, going back to the scripture again where Jesus fed the 5,000. Again, uh, make a long story short, uh, it wasn't until uh, when they brought Jesus, amen, the two fish and the five loaves, amen. The Bible says that Jesus took it, amen. He looked up toward heaven. He blessed it. Then he broke it. Now, it wasn't until Jesus broke it that the miraculous situation happened. My point is the blessing is always in the breaking. So you have to understand that just because you've been praying don't mean that, amen, the miracle is coming. It doesn't happen until the process of the breaking starts in your life. And when, when you're going through a breaking process in your life, that's why you have to be around positive people that's going to help you to go through that process of your breaking. But understand, the breaking is going to lead you to the lead you in the process to your miracle, to your blessing and your healing. But that's what it is in life. Amen. Nothing happens amen, just right out of the sky. There's a process to every change and, and, and circumstance in your life. So again, it wasn't until the miracle happened. The miracle didn't happen until Jesus broke it. So again, we have to make sure and understand that everything in our life comes through a process of breaking. And so when everybody's testifying about where God has brought them from, they went through a process of breaking in their life that it looked like everything fell apart. It, this wasn't working. That wasn't working. But because we stay focused and we stay in the path of God, someone was there praying us through and we had scriptures and we had a foundation to keep us going, then we went through the process of that breaking, and yet it's still we found the breakthrough. Amen. Amen. Oh, that was great. Thank you for sharing that with us. And you know, I was just thinking as you were sharing your testimony and how good God had been in your life and how he changed you from the inside out. I was thinking about our program here, Free on the Inside. And that, that came about because as I was doing ministry and uh, I would meet people at one time that I used to associate with on the street there. And I was kind of, a, you know, I, I wasn't a, a, a aware of how God, good God been. I was kind of timid about telling them about my past. And I kept saying, you know, yeah, but, you know, that might have been somebody else. It wasn't really me. And God said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I done set you free. So who the son set free is free indeed. So you've been free right. on the inside. That's why I quote this, the thing, uh, this coin that said, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can because I've been set free. Yes, I don't like it. Yes, it hurt and it's disappointing. But yet God used that breaking to bring
bring about his perfect will in my life and in someone else's life. Because of what you went through, now they say, wow, God could do that for an apostle. And now he's an apostle. And he could do that for Minister Lewis. And he's doing this. Maybe God can do it for me. Not that we're doing these things because God has uh, have showed so much grace and kindness and mercy in our life. He provokes us to do these things here. Yes, I could just go to church and sit up and say, I'm in church now. Because Christ did so much for me. I want to be able to give back. I, I want to render all unto him. And I think so much is, a, is, is a Jeremiah was told to go down to the potter's house. And he said, watch that potter work with this clay. And there was a, uh, there was a farm in there. There was a crush in there. There was, uh, 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 he was holding on to that, that clay pot as he's on that wheel. And I think about that wheel is, is life. How the, how the wheel was turning, life just turns. Circumstances come up, financial yes. circumstances, health circumstances, relationship circumstances. It's going and going and going. Court mandated assignments, jobs. It's going and spinning, 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 spinning. Oh, God, I want to get off this wheel. I want to get off, God. But God said, I got my hands on you, and I'm never going to let you go until I shape you in that perfect image, an image that people can see that you're not the man you used to be. That they see you and they know you, but you ain't the person that they see and know. As a, as a, uh, the blind man regained his sight in the book of John, and they went out. They said, "Wait a minute! It looked like he, he it looked like him that was blind. It looked like him that was big. But hey, wait a minute! It, that may not be him." And he spoke up for himself, and he said, "Yeah, that was me." And so I want to encourage everyone. Uh, that's listen to this program based on what apostles said and, and what you heard me say from time to time is to uh, don't be timid or shy about what you went through. You know, it was for your good. That breaking, as apostle was saying, that breaking, it was a breakthrough through the breaking. Yes, I walked out of my family. I'm just saying yes as existed. Yes, I lost job. Yes, I had health issues. Yes, yes, yes. But God is still able to dwell richly in my life. Oh, that's awesome. Sometimes we're embarrassed about things yes. that happened in our past before we came to uh, the realization of who Jesus Christ is. And sometimes things happen in our life when we not have a relationship with Jesus. We're not immune to any of this stuff, Apostle. We're not immune to it. You know, so we have to be uh, uh, kind-hearted. we got to be tender and compassionate towards our brothers and sisters because only through the grace and the mercy of God, that could be us. That could be us. And so I want to thank right. you once again for sharing that right there. You know, that gives me a reason to be free on the inside. You know, I don't tell my story often uh, enough, but I try to just live a life that people say, hey, I can imagine the thing that you went through because you're not, you're not real polished and you're not very particular about things, but yet it's something different about you. It, it, you know, and it tickled me. Paul, let me tell you this here, a lot, uh, a lot of my friends that's listening. I go places, and people know uh, know of me and know of the ministry, and some people call me a brother, some people call me pastor, some people call me minister, some people call me an apostle. And, and, I, and, I, and I got to wondering about that. I said, God, what's up with that? He said, don't worry about that. He said, I fix you where you can be a, uh, acceptable to all people at all times. Right. Some people you're a brother to. Some people you're a minister to. Some people think that you're an apostle because I, I, you can walk in all those that down. Not that you got to have a title, but you got that gifting. And I want to tell somebody else, you may not be having uh, uh, the title of, uh, of a certain uh, 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 ministry that you're looking for, but you got that gifting. You got that gifting. 
with surpassing yeah. understanding. Some people went to school to learn how to do street ministry, outreach ministry, how to preach. But you got that gifted. Wait, wait, you ain't got the paperwork, but you're a preacher. <laughs> you know, you're a teacher. And that's what God said, hey, you got that gifted. And I did that because when you go places, people know who you are. I'm talking in general. They they know that you, you know, uh, uh, measure about your education and your grammar. But yet, when you talk about me and my son, there's something different about you. I've anointed you for uh, such a time as that. And so, Apostle, thank you, thank you for sharing your gifting with us this morning. Thank you for allowing God to uh, dwell richly in your life and the life of your family. First Lady yes, Deborah sir. Crawford, God bless her. I love what God is doing with you and her as he has brought y'all together after many, many years of being separated. And now y'all are married. And God is, see, God is a restorer. God is a restorer. And he's a redeemer. And I love that. I love that. Uh, and God is steady doing things that we just can't even imagine. Eyes have not seen or ears heard what God has in store for his people. And I know God going to do some great things with you in the ministry. I feel it in my soul. And guess what? I'm going to be a witness to it. I'm going to be back there on the front row cheering you on. Go on, Apostle. Go on. Well, uh, praise God. Lady. Go on, go on. And all those that are attached to you is gonna be blessed. They're gonna be blessed. Praise God. Well we certainly we certainly thank you again for uh those wonderful words and again as we continue to move forward again we're always praying for uh the free on the inside ministries as well as, as all the things that God is doing in your life to be a blessing to so many. Amen. We continue to pray God's provision. Amen. On everything that you put your hands to Because we trust and we know that God is able God is able Amen Now Apostle, now you said uh, your church location uh, uh, Give us some information So someone said, hey, I want to go out and I want to uh, meet the man of God I want to meet the Apostle and First Lady Deborah Crawford And I want to be a part of what's going on Because my soul is aching I feel a void I need a home God is calling me, and I, I don't know where to go. Maybe he wants you to go to Burlington. Maybe you <laughs> you got something to do with Fort Worth. Give us that address again. Hey, the address where we are, where we are, have our worship services, uh, we're meeting at the Holiday Inn Express. That's 13250, uh, J. Court, Burleson, Texas. Uh, we're meeting at the Holiday Inn Express on Sundays at 10 a.m., uh, their address is 13250 Jake Court, uh, Burleson, Texas. Uh, again, our worship services on Sunday starts at 10 a.m. Again, we, we would love for anyone to come by and visit us. Praise God. We, we believe, amen, that uh, in the power of the Holy Spirit, we believe that uh, miracle signs and wonders, we, we, we still, we're still seeing these things happen in the body of Christ. Um, and so uh, God is empowering his people. If you want to be in a church that's going to empower you um, to walk in your purpose, our ministry is for you. Again, I'm I'm not that type of preacher that, that's going to tell you God wants to do all of these things for you and you don't do anything for God. I'm, I'm not that. I'm the type of preacher that's going to make sure you get the information that's going to empower you so you can serve accordingly 
to what God has called you to do. Hey, man. And, you know, God has said it talking to me, as you shared it. I was thinking about being in a church that empowers you. Some of us, and I go to church, and I've been going to church for a number of years, but sometimes we end up in church, and we've just been doing the same thing year after year, time after time, and we get a little frustrated. Sometimes you have to think about the soil that you planted in. Sometimes you're, you're fruitful, but the soil don't have enough nutrients in it. You know what I'm saying? And it stunts your growth. You know what I'm saying? You got these plants, and, mm-hmm. and they, your plants ain't growing. They ain't dead, but they just ain't growing. And so it's something in the soil. You know what I'm saying? It's something right, in the soil right. that ain't giving you nutrients. So you have to think about that sometimes. Man, here I am 25, 30 years, and I'm still sitting on the front row. 25, 30 years, and I I, I don't know no more than Sunday school. Maybe it's the song. Yes, yes. It's the song. Yes, and I'd like to add, uh, and, and, and adding to that, Minister Lewis, uh, Lord just dropped this in my spirit, is that people stop seeking. And and what I mean by that, study the story, and if anybody's listening, read the story about Zacchaeus. When the Bible says yes. Zacchaeus heard that Jesus was coming and he was in, in a, and a multitude of people was there, it was a crowd of people, and being that he was of short statue, he climbed into a sycamore tree, in order to see Jesus. My point is, sometimes you have to get above the average things that you've been doing in order to seek Jesus even the more, to see him. So sometimes we stop seeking. You know, we're going to church, but are you going to, are, are you putting up any more effort to go further to find out and know what else he wants you to do, uh, that love that he has for you, to get embedded more into the word of God. You know, you have to seek him every day you get up of your life, knowing that he has something greater and better for your life. Oh, Pastor, that's awesome, that's awesome, that's awesome. And, you know, and we can ready to get on out of here. I want to thank you once again. You know, I love talking to you because God just keeps he keeps feeding both of us, and we just piggybacking it off of each other, you know, through the word of God. <laughs> God. And as you were saying that, I was I shared with our brother down at the Hutchinson Jail about uh, uh, about uh, uh, this guy uh, at, at Jericho. They said a blind man in Jericho that said that he heard Jesus was coming, and so he made his way. He positioned himself. To be in the presence of God And you talking about seeking how Zekiel Climbed up the sycamore tree You know you got to position yourself for a blessing You got to be in the presence That's of right. God You know not by power nor by might But through his Holy Spirit They said this blind man positioned himself I got to thinking of a blind man He had he had, he had a limitation problem You know what I'm saying But yet he found himself Some faithful men that said Hey we gonna put you here <laughs> You know, We might just leave you but you know just for a season And they positioned him And he got to crying out Jesus, Jesus, Jesus And caught Jesus' attention Are we crying out to Jesus? Somebody's going to be crying out to Jesus next week Somebody's going to be crying out And you're going to be the one that they're going uh, That they're going to see through Jesus Jesus going to answer somebody's prayers through the feeding Through the uh, through the ministry And they've been crying out And you're going to be able to minister to them But Jesus told this man to come where Come here, come just where you are and I love this, your boss. I love this because they say that man let go. They say he dropped, he dropped his worldly possession. He dropped the things that he thought he needed to survive in this world. What are we willing to let go and let God work His power in our life? I love that because we're challenged right. on every turn. But what are you willing to let go? Next weekend, somebody's gonna let something go. It may be an addiction. It may be frustration. It may be loneliness. It may be that way of life. 
But you, I can bet without a, a shadow of doubt that somebody is willing to let go, not just for a moment, but for a lifetime, because of what you and the ministry is doing, or what God has been planted in your life. And so I'm encouraged by that. And and my head goes off to you and your volunteers. And we pray that they, that you have a harvest, a breakthrough that helps change the yeah. lives of men and women. The Healing Place International Ministry with Apostle and First Lady Deborah Crawford in Burlington, Texas. My hat goes off to you, and you keep doing what you do for the Lord. Well, thank you so very much, and God bless you, sir. All right, God bless you. Have a great day in the Lord, and we'll talk later. Amen. All right. Amen. Oh, well, what a great interview that we had there with Apostle Crawford there. Amen. And we're going to go ahead and uh, take another station break, and we'll be back with you shortly. You're listening to another great episode of Free on the Inside Ministry with Minister Joel Lewis, and our guest this morning was Apostle Gregory Crawford. Amen. Just finished the interview there with Apostle Gregory Crawford in International Place Ministry. Uh, ministry. We want to thank you for uh, listening to the program here. And as we continue with the program here, we got some good praise music here we'd like to share with you. But we also want to talk to you 
uh, about some things that are dear to my heart, outreach ministry. You know, I love Pastor Crawford as, as he came on and shared that with us there. Pastor Crawford with Healing Place International in Burlington, Texas. And uh, he was sharing about his upcoming event for next uh, next weekend. So we want to pray that things go well. And I forgot to ask him about some of the items that he needs. But you know the items that he needs. the same items that you, that you need. You know, you need food. You need clothes. And you need a word of an assurance. So if you were able to help him in the ministry, he gave you the contact number. He gave you some information. So please follow up on that if you have a desire. Now, that you can call me. And I uh, and I can relay the message and get you in touch with him. But the studio number is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. So please lock that into your phone and uh, and just keep it and just call us up from time to time because we uh, we thank God for this opportunity. We've been doing this for a number of years and it's always exciting to me. We pray it's exciting to you and we're looking forward to us. Uh, Starting our guest roster once again I have been pretty busy on my job And in ministry I have an outing to go to at 10 o'clock But I do want to spend time with you My listening audience And a time with God It's our opportunity to just reflect on the goodness of God And just to see what he said to us In such a time as this You know I was just thinking about the weather It's cold here where we are in Dallas, Texas here And you know And I'm sitting in a nice uh, uh, My studio My home base studio And and I got the heat on, I have lights, but there's someone out there that doesn't have this. There's someone out there that's crying. There's someone out there that just have lost hope. And it's up to us as Christians to try to get them hope in Jesus. You know, we you know, money won't do because how often have we gave people money that's posted up that's that's standing around stores and stop signs and red lights and we try to help them and then uh, two days later, they back again, or the next day, they back again. And, you know, and I'm thinking about what Jesus said in Matthew, the sixth chapter, said, of what profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his very soul. Well, you know, why would we be fretting on these things? Yes, he know we need stuff, but he going he gonna, to uh, uh, put you in a, in a position to get those things if you yield your will. Uh, you know, uh, I went through some stuff before I got to where I am now, and it hurt. And it was embarrassing, and it was shameful. But I look back over it now, and it was good for me to go through that. So sometimes, as we're trying to help relatives, now let's break it. Let's bring on the relatives. Sometimes relatives don't want our help. Sometimes relatives don't take advantage of our help. And sometimes it hurt us to say no. But sometimes you have to give them that tough love. And you have to say, now I want to help you, but you need to want to help yourself. I'm gonna let you stay here, but tomorrow we're gonna go and get you in place in a in a shelter in a drug recovery program. I'm gonna help you get a job, but you got to uh, I'm, uh you got to apply yourself. I can tell you about these jobs. I can even give you money to get to these jobs, but you have to make some type of effort. They may be mad and angry and and frustrated because you they feel like you ain't doing enough, but that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do to help them better themselves. And after all the men said it done, they're going to look back and say, thank you, auntie, thank you, uncle, thank you, cousin, thank you, brother, for allowing me to get back on my feet again. And so, uh, and I wanted to share that there, because that's very dear to my heart. Uh, and uh, in two weeks, uh, I, uh, the ministry that God have attached me to, assigned me to, real on the inside ministry, we're going down to the downtown area, we're going to be feeding. We're going to be doing that uh 
probably quarterly, like Apostle was saying, because we're doing a lot of other things, but we want people to be involved. We want the ministry to be able to reach our, the hearts and soul of men and women. You know, we thank God for the opportunity. We do a jail ministry. We go out to the loose steric, the men and women on the men's on the second and fourth Sunday of each month from two to four. The women's go out there once a month to the women's facility downtown Dallas. And they go on Sunday, the third Sunday of each month from six to eight. And then we do a juvenile ministry at two different locations at the Henry Wade Juvenile Center. We do that on Saturdays and from about 12 to 2. And then we go to the Youth Village on uh, Mondays once a month, the second Monday of each month. We go over there from 6 to 8. And so we thank God for these opportunities. And I go, but I don't go by myself. We have different men and women that goes over there with us. And we're going to try to, or we're going to attempt to bring them onto the program and just to let them encourage you to be strong in the Lord. And we also have some uh, training opportunities coming up for the juvenile ministry and the jail ministry. So if you'd like to be a part of it or you know somebody that wants to be a part of it, please email me at my email. And that's Joel, J-O-E-L, Lewis, L-E-W-I-S, 5-O, at yahoo.com. And just put on there, uh, Jail ministry, uh, uh, and then I would get that and reply to you ASAP, and get you set up for uh, for the various ministries. And we pray things go well with those ministries. It's just a a, light, a small background check. And there's also uh, uh, some training, and so we pray that you're able to uh, be available for the training and the background check, and so make yourself available. And, you know, and these things are need to be done because, you know, I, I love the training in the background check because it keeps me honest, you know. It don't do me any good to be riding around a car and I'm uh, not paying my uh, uh, my tickets, you know, and, and I'm not uh, following the, the laws because how can I tell someone else to follow God's law when I won't follow man's law, you know. So we have to be obedient to the surrounding. You know, Jesus told Asked the disciples about it. They said, hey, now, we, they want us to pay taxes. What should we do? And he said, hey, give me that coin. And who pays on that? He said, it's Caesar. He said, hey, pay Caesar what's rented to Caesar, but give God what's his God. So we uh, we live in this society, this world, so we have to follow the rules and regulations and, and, and pay homage to our government. Because government, government is established by God. You know, I, I love movies and things and, and, and no Mad Max movies and all those things. I don't want to live in a world like that beyond Thunderdome where men's doing what's right in their own eyesight and what they say in judges. You know, hey, I, I like your car. I'm going to come and take your car. And I like your house, and I'm going to take your house. And you got some money, I'm going to take that. We need laws to say, hey, wait a minute, brother. I'm going to take you to court. Hey, I'm going to call an official. I'm like, I can take this man to my own head, but I'm going to render it up to the uh to the local officials and let them take care of it. And guess what? God will fight the battle for you. Because Jesus said, hey, the battle is not yours. It belongs to the Lord. And that's what it is. In them courtrooms, the battle is not yours. It belongs to the Lord. The Lord is going to send you an attorney to fight on your behalf. And sometimes things don't go out the way we want to. So be it. We say, well, God, I'm going to do the best I can and you do the rest. And then we just go from there. The calling number is 310-982-4126. And as we are getting ready to wind down this program here, I want to again thank you for being a, a faithful listener to uh, Free on the Inside. And we want to thank you. We pray that you have been blessed by all the shows that we have rendered in the past. 
and looking forward to the shows that's coming up. We got a, a, a lot of activities going on the next couple of months, and I'd like to share that with you our next uh, time that we get together on the on, on this here format, on this podcast. But you can always go back and listen to this particular show at Blog Talk Radio uh, forward slash Granny Place Ministry. Free on the inside will be the link. Amen. And so if you have a problem getting to that, you just uh, send me an email, joellewis50 at yahoo.com, and I'll send it to you. And also we're on Facebook, so we'll send we'll send this particular link over on Facebook, and that way you can uh, keep it in your archives and encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. So if we get ready uh, to get out of here, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to have a word of prayer, and then we're going to be dismissed from this setting. And I'm going over to the... Uh, uh, Dallas Life Foundation today We have a meeting to go to over there I do mentoring so we're going to go over there and uh, With the other uh, volunteers That's uh, mentoring down at Dallas Life Along with the facilitator uh, uh, Program director down there And uh, and uh, uh, and they staff And we're just going to have a good time in the Lord We do that uh, We do that like three times a year This is our first meeting for this year So I'm always excited about What Dallas Life Foundation It not Dallas Life Foundation have changed over the years. We've been down there for a number of years, and it's a beautiful facilities and, and, and very committed volunteers and staff uh, workers. And so I'm a ha- I am so pleased to be a part of that. You know, I follow the rules just like anyone else. I go in there to help people that the intake that don't know who I am, and they question me, and I give them an answer, and I sign in, and I do whatever it, it takes to get into the facility. And I tell people, yeah, you know, just because you've been doing something a while and you think that you got some kind of inroad, you still have to follow the rules. I don't do no more than what they ask me to do. And St. Jesus said, hey, I'll do no more than the father. So, you know, obedience is better than sacrifice. I get down there, I don't make no fuss, and sometimes I'm being held up, and, and I just smile, and the people that come out say, oh, yeah, that's that's Minister Lewis, let him come on through it. And I just tell the intake person, thank you. And they say, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, no, no, you're doing your job. You know, the police stop you, he doing his job, amen. You get laid out, you, sometimes it's a, you, you caused it, but you you got laid out, so what? person doing their job. We don't like it, but you know what? We go on and God gets the glory out of it. People look at us and say, man, you sure took this well. No, nah, I didn't take it well, but God, he ministered to me and told me to hold my peace. Gracious Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you for what we experienced today. Thank you for Apostle Crawford. Thank you, dear Lord, for allowing him to be uh, able to share his gifting with us this morning. We pray, dear Lord, that as we go out through uh, the remainder of this day, that you show yourself mighty, that you show yourself, dear Lord, to the men and women in which we're going to encounter. We thank you, dear Lord, for, uh, for Apostle Crawford and the Healing Place International Ministry, dear Lord, and how they going out and they uh, uh, feeding your people next weekend on the street, dear Lord. We pray that there be a breakthrough. We pray that some hearts and souls be changed in the name of Jesus, dear Lord. They are helping changing lives, dear Lord. Let their labor not be in vain. We thank you for this opportunity. We pray for all our listening audience, dear Lord, that tune program. Each and every week, we pray that they have been empowered and impacted about what we're sharing with them, dear Lord, that they too may go out and, and do uh, do your will. 
the Lord, we ask you to continue to watch over each and every one of us. The Lord, let us have a, a great, a blessed day in the Lord, the Lord, and let us be able to touch the lives of someone, the Lord. Let someone touch our lives, the Lord. Let someone bless us. Let someone encourage us, the Lord. And at the end of the day, let us look back and say, Amen, Hallelujah. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.